Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. If you're going to get into wholesale properties or if you're going to be flipping homes, really analyze the deal with your contractor, have a good inspection, have somebody go look at the property, inspect the property to give you an idea of what you're going to be spending on, on the property, run your numbers over and over again, and take in consideration everything. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO, search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you, and it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565, and he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We've spoken to a whole bunch of best ever guests from Barbara Corcoran, who's on Shark Tank, Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and a whole lot of other best ever guests. And with us today, we have someone who has been an active real estate investor full-time for 18 months. He's done about 50 deals. And before that, he was a loan processor for Bank of America. So he's bringing some of that experience as well to his real estate endeavors. How you doing? Jose, carry on. Hey, Joe. How's it going? It's a pleasure to be here and pleasure to meet you and to be a part of the best ever listeners and the best ever show. I'm looking forward to our conversation because you have gotten off to a very fast start. And Jose, by the way, I didn't mention this. He is the owner at National Consulting Group, and he's based in Phoenix, Arizona. So he's done 50 deals in about 18 months. Jose, before we get going and digging in deep, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your focus right now? Yeah, sure, definitely. And my background, I first started as a transaction coordinator for 
my brother and my father back when I was about 18 years old. Did that for about a little over a year. Then I stepped away from real estate or anything to do with it. And then about six years ago, I started in Bank of America doing modifications and skipped over to processing loans for purchases and refinances. And then said, you know what? Corporate was not for me. So then I found a mentor, happens to be my brother, and partnered up with him and then just started doing real estate full time. He's been in real estate for a lot longer than I have. I've learned a lot from him and now that's how I got to where I'm at now and had the success that I've been having over the last 18 months. 50 deals in 18 months. How are you doing so many deals and how much are you making on average per deal? One of the things that has allowed us to do deals is we have found a need in the market and mainly we specialize in the Hispanic community. And in the Hispanic community, we have some buyers that they're all in buyers and some of them don't have the ability to get a bank loan currently or at all. They do work, they do their taxes, they have the money, they want to be homeowners, they want to be investors, they want to have rental properties. So we'll what we did is, you know, saw this need, and then we found a way to be able to help them. We have lenders that we work with that the money down, they can get a loan, the hard money loan, with favorable interest where even after they get a property and after their down payment, they fix it up, the properties can get rented and they can pay themselves or pay the monthly payment. So with that need and having the right tools and the right team, being able to fulfill that need that this community needs, that's how we've been able to do it. Bad credit or no credit or for whatever reason they don't qualify, you have a hard money lender that you connect them with. They're able to put a down payment, get a loan, and what are they doing? Are they staying in it or are they then exiting out and having that as their own rental property? They're having it out as their own rental property. Ah, so, Okay. And there's been on occasions, you know, we get a lot of buyers that are like, you know what, I'm looking for something that's a little more cheap. I know I'm handy. I know how to do all the work. I know how to remodel a house. I need to find a deal. I don't need a house that's already renovated at, at top dollar. So then we've made a lot of contacts in the wholesale community here in Arizona. And then we get a good property, needs a little bit of work. It's priced right. We have the buyer. They have the down payment. They have the ability to fix it. And then we even help them manage the property. So we help them get the financing. We help them get the property. They fix it. Jose, I'm ready to rent it out. So we help them rent it out. We found this niche. We've been managing it full circle. That's what has been allowing us to be successful at what we're doing. Having this need for the properties, cheap homes, they want to invest their, their money instead of just having it sit there under their mattress or inside the bank or whatever. So we find these deals, we have the financing in place, they have the ability to fix them, and we help them manage the rentals. Mm. So when we take them through the process and help them, sometimes they end up buying more than one property, and then they have relatives, and then they start referring people, family members, friends, and that's how we've been able to so many deals in the last uh, 18 months. You're basically helping them do a lease option. Is that right? They do take title, so it wouldn't be so much a lease option. You're helping them do a lease option for the person who they bring in as a tenant, was my point. Is that right? Got it. Yes. Okay, cool. 
So it's interesting. I haven't come across this where your role is to connect the dots for them to then do a lease option after they get the hard money loan and they do the down payment. Usually I come across investors who are doing the lease option on their own and they bring in someone who isn't qualified or isn't able to qualify for a loan. They get a down payment and then they act as the lender. And then if they don't make the payment, then you get the house back. And if they do, then you get the down payment plus monthly payments on an ongoing basis. How come you're not the bank? Is it capital right now? Because I would think, but let me know if I'm off base. I would think that the big money would be made in buying the house and then doing a lease option with somebody so that they give you a chunk of change, a down payment, and they rent it and then they make payments to you as the lender. But what you're doing is you're facilitating it all, which is interesting. I hadn't come across this, but why are you facilitating it versus being the end person that's actually doing the lease option? Right now, currently, I wish I had the ability to get that many deals and buy that many properties and hold them all. I wish I had the ability, but right now I don't. So I act as the middle person and, you know, with all these deals, giving the end buyer or the buyers that we work with a good deal, still leaving enough equity in the property, even after they put the money to repair them, it's working. Yeah. You've done 50 deals. Do you see your business evolving to do something like that where you're the group that's putting the lease option together and having people rent from you? I do. We always got to keep our eyes open and keep seeing what other things come about. And we've come across several investors, even some out of country, where they want to invest large amounts of money. And with a backing like that, then yes, it's something that we've thought about that we're looking into to be able to do ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's something possibly that will happen in the long run, mm-hmm. but it is something that we're looking into. I love this approach because you're getting familiar with the process. You're building your network of referrals and now you're positioning yourself so that you can evolve into the other part of the business. When you are doing the deals in the role that you're in now, how are you making money and how much do you make on average per deal? How I'm making money is, I can't say that there's a set fee that I make, but it's been as little as $700 on a deal to as much as on one deal, my partner and I, my brother and I, we made $45,000 assignment fee. We got a really, really good deal and we were able to give it over to one of our investors. They're not all home runs. I hope that everybody knows and understands that. But those deals come about and the way that we make money again is we get a property, let's call it at 100, and the after repair value is probably 150 and it needs about ten, fifteen thousand dollars of repairs. We'll probably make anywhere between five to ten thousand dollars on that deal. Mm-hmm. So that would probably be on average eight to ten thousand dollars on every deal. What type of experience do you have with a deal that didn't go according to plan, and why was that the case? One for the best listeners ever that I can definitely give best advice is 
try and make your mistakes on paper. And if you have a team of contractors that are going to help you with possible repairs on a certain property or a property you're going to flip, hustle to try and see what the property looks like, really get an idea of how much it's going to be to fix it and do what you're going to do for your exit strategy. There was one property, we did it all based on pictures, comparables, and we bought it. Once we walked the property and walked it with our contractor, it ended up being probably like an additional ten to $15,000 that we did not anticipate on top mm-hmm. of what we had guessed that it would be to leave the property to where we needed to leave it at as far as the repair-wise. What expenses didn't you see coming until you looked at the property firsthand? There was electrical issues. There was an addition not very properly added to the property that I kid you not, if if somebody would like run into the wall, it would probably fall over. It needed a lot more. The pictures can only tell you so much, but once you can actually see in person the additions, the walls, the support beams, and have somebody go in the attic and really inspect the property, and that just based on the basic walls that you can see in pictures, then you really get an idea of what it's going to take. And on cases, sometimes we don't have a lot of time to act on a wholesale deal, so we sometimes take actions in a hurry, but it's always best to try and make those mistakes on paper on what you think you're going to spend, really run your numbers, run them again, and have somebody who does your jobs go look at the property, really inspect what's going on with that property, and give you a really good idea of how much you're going to be spending to be able to fix it, not just what, like on that deal, what I thought or what my partner thought was going to take to fix based on the pictures which really came back and bit us. I want to dive in a little bit to the leads that you get from your focus as the Hispanic community in in Phoenix, right? That's your primary demographic that you focus on? Yes. When you get a lead that comes in, what does this conversation sound like? Will you walk us through it? Sure. So once we get a lead, we have them come to our office. We sit down with them. You always have them come to the office. You don't do it all over the phone? Oh, no. It's like our pre-screening process for our own sake. So we're not spinning our own wheels or anybody's wheels. And we have them come to our office. First, we tell them how the process would work. We find you a property. We're going to send you properties. We send you prices. And based on your down payment, we also let them know what the payment is going to be per month so that you feel comfortable and whatnot with the purchase of any property. We want to know those things. And also, when they first come in, We want to see that they have the ability to pay, that they have the down payment. We have them show us some sort of proof that they do have the down payment. Sometimes we ask them to bring by bank statements, tax returns. So we see that they are serious, that they're able to purchase this property if we find them the loan, if we find them the property. So that's what we do to pre-screen them. And then we go looking for the property that they want in the area that they want. And then we tell them what the price is. We take them to go look at it. And if they like it, put it on a contract and help them do the deal. Mm-hmm. Help them structure everything and put it together so they can buy it. What are some of the common questions that come up? Some of the common questions, how can I qualify? What are the requirements? Like, what do I need? And it's always the same thing. The bank statements, we got to show that you have the payment. we got to see your tax returns, your income. And then this is just stuff that the lender itself is going to ask for. Once we see those items, and then we can guide them through the process 
to go with a hard money lender to give them that loan? And those are usually the same questions. What do I need to qualify? How much is the down payment? What is the interest rate? What is the term of the hard money loan? And if there's any prepayment penalty. Is there? No, no prepayment penalty. Jose, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? My best real estate advice ever for the best ever listeners would be what I stated a little bit ago. If you're going to get into wholesale properties or if you're going to be flipping homes, really analyze the deal with your contractor. Have a good inspection, not like a regular inspection for like a real estate transaction, a conventional transaction, but have somebody go look at the property, inspect the property to give you an idea of what you're going to be spending on on the property. Run your numbers over and over again and take in consideration everything from closing costs when you buy it to closing costs when you sell it, realtor fees, put everything on paper and make sure you give yourself enough room to make a deal profitable so that in case something goes wrong, you have a little cushion that could help you so you don't lose money on the deal. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. If you're interested in learning more about the Upper West Side of New York City and potentially buying real estate in this coveted Manhattan neighborhood, check out ilovetheupperwestside.com. This website was created and owned by Love Where You Live Realty, who specialize on the Upper West Side. Go to ilovetheupperwestside.com. Best ever book you've read? It would be Grant Cardone, The 10X Rule. Mm-hmm. That has been a motivating factor for sure push, 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 and and take more action. Best ever listeners, you can listen to my interview with Grant, episode 190, titled Using an LOI to Win a Deal that Netted a $20 Million Profit. So episode 190 with Grant Cardone. Best ever personal growth experience, and what'd you learn from it? It would be finding a mastermind group or a mentor, because you can learn a lot from others' mistakes and from other successes as well. And instead of figuring it all out yourself, you can definitely go through a fast lane with other people's successes and everything that they have to share of value. How'd you find yours and did you pay for it? Mine, I was lucky enough that it was my brother who had been in real estate since like 2004. Mm -hmm. And I've learned through all his successes and all his pains, even through the down market. There's a lot that I've learned in the last 18 months, thanks to my brother and some other real estate friends that I have that have been very successful. Best ever deal you've done. I think I know which one you're going to (laughs) say. Yeah, the one from earlier. It was a $45,000 fee that we made on that deal. Best ever way you like to give back. However I can. If there's an opportunity that I can give to anybody in need of advice, in need of anything, I do it. From being on the show and if there's anybody that can... Learn a little bit from anything that I shared. That's amazing. It's a good feeling. What's the hugest mistake you've made so far? Buying a property unseen. Yep, and we talked about that. What is the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? By phone or email. And the phone is 602-515-9338. Or email is ncgrp az at gmail.com. Jose, thank you for being on the show, sharing your advice with the best ever listeners, talking about your business model of 
setting people up for a lease to own that they can do and they can become investors. And then also talking through about evolving the business from that aspect to then being the money and the machine behind it so that you're bringing in people to do the master lease with properties that you have and you're acting as the bank. Right now you're putting all the pieces together and the very specialized focus, as you said, on the Hispanic community, helping the community get to the properties and become investors or become primary residence owners. Thanks again for being on the show, sharing how you got to this point within these short 18 months. And I'm really looking forward to hearing how the next 18 months go. Hope you have the best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, everybody. If you're interested in learning more about the Upper West Side of New York City and potentially buying real estate in this coveted Manhattan neighborhood, check out ilovetheupperwestside.com. This website was created and owned by Love Where You Live Realty, who specialize on the Upper West Side. Go to ilovetheupperwestside.com.